everybody, and welcome to an episode of The Distance Social. Uh, I definitely just came up with that name about five seconds ago, and I thought it would be really fun while we're all stuck in our homes to just have a little something to listen to. And um, I have this fancy microphone I bought last year. Might as well break it out and give it some use. Um, My plan for this podcast is literally just to call people and ask them what they're doing. (laughs) Because while we're all stuck in our homes and we can't leave them and go do fun things outside of them, I mean, what better than to be social from a distance? So my first guest doesn't even know that they're going to be a guest. I am literally going to look in my phone and I'm going to call someone that might answer um, and see what they're doing. Let's see. It's about 5.43 p.m. It is Wednesday. So I know some people are still working from home and um, I'm just going to call someone. Let's see. Hello? Hey. Hey. What you doing? Sitting on the couch. That's awesome. Um, So I have decided to start a podcast. Okay. And um, I just went down my list of friends, and <laughs> you were the first one that came up. So I thought I'd just call and talk to you. <laughs> okay. Are you cool with being on my podcast? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. Um, so do you want to tell people who you are? I'm Lizzie. <laughs> Um, so I guess I, like my plan really, there is no plan, but my plan is to just call people and ask them what they're doing and then like just have conversations about like life in quarantine and what everyone's doing while they're in quarantine and how they're keeping busy and keeping their sanity because I think we all need a little outlet in this time, so... That's kind of what this is for me. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So, like, what have you been up to? Well, I've been working at home. Yeah, how's that going? Good. My coworkers, my cats, they're great. One <laughs> leaves me alone most of the day. The other one shoves his ass in my face well, when he wants attention. Yeah, so. that's... I mean, at least they keep it exciting, you know? You should exactly. definitely put in, like, an HR, you know flag or whatever they call it I don't know (laughs) on the one that's putting his butt in your face but literally but (laughs) literally literally he's like hey you've been working too hard right look at this yeah (laughs) check this out check this out so yeah so like the whole like online working from home has been going smoothly well at first it didn't because the VPN didn't work yeah. It would kick everybody off whenever they would use it. Yeah. Now it has been. That's good. I know. It's like, it's funny because like this whole thing just happened so fast that I just don't think, you know, nobody thought that they would have to do this. So everybody's just been scrambling trying to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. It was basically just everybody was thrown into it and like, here you go. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know you're working, like, in a retail store right now, too, so that's probably been pretty interesting. Well, only doing curbside pickup, so I've only worked two days, and I'm doing inventory, so I don't really have contact with people. 
that was my stipulation for working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Because people are kind of like losing their minds. They're just like doing random stuff that doesn't make any yeah, sense. Like um, compared to Black Friday and Christmas and all that, this is the nastiest I've seen people. Really? Yeah. Like, and it's really sad. Yeah. Do you have any, like, stories of things that happened before, like, they switched to curbside? Well, the day before they switched to curbside, I would, they changed their hours, 10 to 6. Mm. And we closed the store, all the registers up and everything, and I was leaving and walking to my car. And this lady blocked me. Like, she would not let me move forward. And she was like, I'm only 20 minutes late. I have a pickup. It's ready. I just need to go in and get it. And I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am, the store's closed. Yeah. And she was like, well, let me speak to a manager. And mind you, I'm like in the parking lot. I'm like, I don't know where he is. Right. Like you've already <laughs> walked out of the store. And I was like, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to come back tomorrow. We're still doing pickup. And she's so mad. She just kept insisting that she speak to somebody. And every time I would kind of like move, she would like get in front of me again. That's crazy. And then I looked at her phone because she kept showing me that her order was ready. And it was for, like, a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> so it wasn't, like, anything that was, like, really vital. No. <laughs> it's not like her medication was inside and she was going to no. die without it. Or it wasn't even something necessary to, like, work from home. Like, say, an important cord or a laptop. We have so many people buying laptops and monitors. and Yeah. Yeah. Like, for home offices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one like, lady just dropped like so much money getting a um, what is it iMac? Yeah, the Apple computer, like desktop computer, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm wonder. I wonder if like some businesses were like giving people money to do that since they had. I would to. hope so. I yeah. wouldn't spend my own money on all that. <laughs> well, I don't have the money to spend on that, so right? <laughs> that's like the a thing. The most I spent was um, a dollar for an Ethernet cord. <laughs> yeah, like that's reasonable. <laughs> that's totally reasonable. Well, that's cool. Are you doing anything else at home just to like keep yourself occupied when you're not working? Well, I found it's really hard for me to focus working yeah, at home totally like I've never been somebody who did like online classes or anything like that because I have a hard time focusing yeah I have the same problem <laughs> like Especially I just did something on the couch oh yeah no totally like I just did something that I've been needing to do for like a week now and I just couldn't I couldn't sit down to do it I mean I've been moving too but like you know, I mean, I even have a desk now and everything and sitting down just to do it. It was like the hardest thing that I have ever done because I've always been the same. Like I don't do work at home because I can't like I physically exactly. cannot focus at home to do it. So, yeah, like I it's, it's nice to be able to work from home. But at the same time, I think I do better in an office setting where I have like my desk and I have everything that I need in front of me. Yeah, totally. I am 100 with you on that one. <laughs> it's like really crazy. Um, I saw that. Well, I kind of, you know, I'm friends with you on Facebook, so I kind of saw that you've been cooking a lot too, but you kind of do that anyway. Yeah, but like before when I worked two jobs, I didn't have enough time to really cook that much and try new things. And now I do. Yeah, I need to yeah. do that. <laughs> There's 
a recipe I saw. It was like a breakfast one. It's super easy. Or it's supposed to be super easy. It's called sunflower potatoes. Mm. And I haven't been able to do it right. So So you're like using all of your time to practice this one recipe yeah. and then you're gonna be like a professional sunflower potato maker. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't know about you though, because I've been like really thinking about like what this would be like with children and I'm really glad that I don't have any for this particular right? moment. <laughs> my poor sister is ready to pull her hair out. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> like, but not are in, none of her kids are in school yet though. Oh, he is. Okay. So she's got one in school and he's in, is he in kindergarten? No, he's in, um, I believe first grade. Oh, wow. How did that happen? He's gotten so thick. I guess I forgot that he grew so much. It's not in school, though. But she said when is in school, that gives her to have, like, alone time with. Yeah. And it kind of calms him down. Right, right. And now she just has both of them at full energy all day. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> okay, Lizzie, would you rather be... A unicorn or a mermaid? Explain. <laughs> it's a really hard question. I know. You, you snuck up on me with this one. I stumped I you? <laughs> you snuck up on me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think too much about things to just have an answer. <laughs> oh, come on, on the spot. Go with your gut. I don't like to be wet, so I'm going to say unicorn. Okay. Okay. I, I feel also, that. Like, they're super magical and they can do anything and they're unique in the animal world. Yeah, because they don't exist. <laughs> technically, there was an animal that existed that resembled a unicorn and then like back in the day they didn't know what to call it and they were just like, hey, it's a unicorn. It's a magical horse thing. What was it though? It, it's like some kind of rhinoceros. Oh, I, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, I could see, like, somebody who is very sheltered, doesn't know things, seeing this weird creature come out of nowhere like a rhinoceros and being like, oh, my God, it's a magical horse with a horn in its head. Yeah, 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 totally. A very fat magical horse with a horn in its head. Yeah, yeah. Is that, like, real? Do you, like, you looked that up or something? I have looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you took the time to look that up. That's great. Well, no, no. It's just this is knowledge that I know in my brain because I have books on mythical creatures. Perf. I love it. That's great. Okay, well, thanks for being my first guest and just, like, rolling with it since I surprised you with it. <laughs> um, and Mark, you're like, I'm the most boring friend. <laughs> no, you're not. Stop it. I feel like – but see – so, like, with this whole quarantine thing, people aren't able to, like, go out and talk to their friends and, like, you know, they kind of aren't being social. Like, you're you're having to stop all of your socialness. So, I figure it's, like, almost like a replacement. You're finding out things about people. And even though people won't know you, not everybody will know who you are, I feel like people will still want to listen to it because it's, like, learning about people. I think mm-hmm. our, like, society is so distant anyway, Mm-hmm. that I wonder if because of this quarantine stuff if like we'll have this new appreciation for the times where we are able to be social yeah you know maybe people will just be nicer 
I hope so. I mean, actually, I had a really good experience today. Like, I had a doctor's appointment this morning, and uh, my gas light came on, and I had to go um, get gas, obviously. And I pulled in, and I'd heard something online, or my dad told me or something, that, like, you know, the gas pumps are, like, really filthy. (laughs) They're really gross, you know? And so many people touch them. Um, so it was like, you know, use a paper towel or have a Clorox wipe to like wipe it off or whatever. And so I was looking because usually gas stations have paper towels. So I was looking for some and there were none. And this woman saw me looking and she's like, do you need some? Do you need this? And she had like a thing of Clorox wipes in her hand and she gave me two of them. Like some random stranger saw me and saw me like figured out what I was looking for. And she just gave them to me. So I think there's still, like, friendliness and people who are nice in the world. It's just hard to see sometimes. And I hope that this will bring out the good in people. It's definitely going to bring out the bad in some people, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll just bring out the good in others and maybe, like, make us more appreciative of those times when they happen. But then, like, when the quarantine is over... I think it'll make us more appreciative of when we are able to be with our friends and hang out with people and, like, be social. And maybe it will kill online dating, which is literally my dream. (laughs) I know. It's the worst. And I'm terrible at it because, like, I'll find a guy that I'm, like, sort of interested in. Yeah. And message him and then he'll message back or I'll forget about it and he messages back and I never checked again because I'm like, I don't have right I don't care enough (laughs) I know it's so terrible like how do you form like a connection with somebody that you literally have just seen a picture of and people don't write very much on their profiles or anything so you literally don't know anything about them it's hard to become invested in having a conversation with them and honestly I've been disappointed so many times that it makes it even harder for me to like invest right Like, and some of them, like some of the apps, you don't see the updates for some reason. Like they don't come up. I've had trouble with that, especially on Bumble. Like when somebody does respond, I don't see that until like months later. And I'm like, oh shit, they responded and I never did. And then it's like, oh, we've passed the expiration date on the response now, you know? (laughs) So... This chance at love has expired. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not that it was a real chance anyway. (laughs) I think also I've just gotten really comfortable being alone and like doing the thing. Sometimes I get super lonely, but then like it just is what it is. I know. I feel like more and more people like our age are becoming okay with it. Or, like, honestly, online dating is so easy for men, it feels like. Like, they just go on and it's just, like, they. I've seen men. Like, they just swipe right on everyone. They just go, yes, 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 yes. And then if they get a response back, then they decide from there whether or not they want to, like, continue the conversation. So, it's like, oh, so I'm being super selective and, like, saying yes if I really think that I like them or could have a conversation with them or are attracted to them, but they don't really invest as much as women do in it in like the beginning of the process. And then Uh I don't know. It's just like a whole thing. It, it was a good idea that has now become a terrible Terrible. idea. (laughs) Yeah. And then like also like 
guys will be really quick that if you talk to them and give them a few messages and they're like, oh, you owe me this. You owe me this. Yes. Or, or you say you're not interested. They're like, oh, you led me on. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> Or they also just look at it as like, okay, I'm going to hang out with this person one time and that's it. Like they don't, they, they're using it as like a hookup rather than an actual like dating app. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so ridiculous. I wish I could answer, like find a solution to it, but I'm not sure that I have the <laughs> interest or the capabilities to. <laughs> And, like, it's hard, too, because I've I've tried to come up with, like, ideas of things to do, like, outside of online dating to try to meet new people. But there are very few things that you can do. Yeah. I mean, I've thought about it. Like, I thought about joining, like, the Ruritans and stuff. But it's not, like, usually a lot of people our age that are doing that anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. My therapist and I are working on finding a solution. <laughs> my therapist left me before all this. Oh, my God. So she had a kid back in November. Yeah. And she was gone. And all the stuff happened. And I was like, you can't ever leave me again. Right. And she was like, hey, so I had this kid and I'm actually up leaving my practice. Oh, great. Thanks so and much. And I'm like, no. I know. And she's like, it's okay. I'll help you find another one and we'll work this out and we'll get through this. But I'm like, okay. And then all this happened. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Because it's kind of impossible to try and find a therapist right now. <laughs> I know. I mean, my, like, my last therapy appointment was online. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even in person. But, yeah, you should give it a go. And maybe you could do it now because, I mean, what else are you going to do? I could be napping. Well, I mean, I'll let you go back to that in a minute. But (laughs) Therapy is more important than napping. (laughs) Napping feels so good. For, like, five minutes and then... (laughs) And then you're, like, sitting in your feelings. (laughs) I have no feelings. It's fine. (laughs) I have no feelings. I need to clean, too. Like, we've been in quarantine for a week now, and I still have not cleaned. Well, I've cleaned, but not, like, done the things that I'm like, I have all this time to organize now, and I have all this time to do this now, and no. No. I'm going to give you a tip that I have used in the past with a previous roommate, and then I actually just used it on my father. (laughs) It's called productive hour, and I literally set a timer for an hour, and we're pr- I'm productive for an hour, and then after that, I reward myself with something I want. Like, I wanted to work on a puzzle, so I was productive for an hour, and then I got to work on my puzzle. That's kind of... Like, I literally set a timer. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it took a lot of convincing to get my dad to do it, but it was fine. Once we got going, you know, we were able to do it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It's been a it's been a good tool for me. Just, just a suggestion. Use it or don't. <laughs> anyway. That might stress me out. Like the 
this is stupid. This is ridiculous. But sometimes I set a timer for my naps because my therapist is like, I'm taking advantage of naps. And instead of taking a nap, I take a five-hour depression coma. Uh, (laughs) So I set a timer and I'm like, okay, I'll have a 30-minute nap or an hour nap. And then I get stressed out about my alarm going off. So I'll lay there and I'm like, has it been 30 minutes? Is it going to go off now? Oh, God. What about now? Is it the end of my nap? Oh my gosh. That's pretty bad <laughs> that it stresses you out. But I get it. Hashtag anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe don't set a timer. I don't know. But be like, I'm going to be productive for an hour. So whenever I start, that's the beginning. Like, look at your watch. This is my productive hour. But you have to actually start it. And then, like, you time yourself. I don't know. It's worked yeah. for me. It has been. And actually, sometimes I end up being more, like, productive longer than an hour. Yeah. You know, because I, like, it's really, for me anyway, it's, like, getting started. And once I get started, then I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I started. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. try to be a little productive tonight. Do it. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe. All right, well, thank you so much for being my first participant and for chatting with me and letting me know what you were doing and answering all my crazy random questions, and I will talk to you again later. All right. Bye. Bye. So that concludes the first episode of The Distance Social. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will be back again soon to call some other random person and ask them, what are you doing? Maybe you're next. Guess we'll have to see. Until then, remember, be distant, but you can still be social.